Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It's episode number 89, uh, an episode that uh, was deemed not good enough by the Edmonton Oilers, but is still out there, alive and kicking, uh, for Columbus, I believe, this year. There's a couple 89s I could have chosen, honestly. Uh, Justin Morissette with you once again, with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And, and I'm shocked that you did not choose a different 89. Really? I'm yeah, very it's shocked. It's my b- birth year. Well, I'm just shocked that this uh, was not the episode that uh, enjoyed a very fruitful Russian partnership uh, before being forced out of the city with the other Russian that he loved and then went on to a great career on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. I guess that would be yeah. Alex yeah. McGillney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was sure that this was going to be the Alex McGillney episode. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I mean, but I, I mean, the Sam Gagne episode is fine. It's also a pl- uh, it's the episode that gets traded for Ben Bishop and never amounts to anything. True. Uh, Cor- is that Corey Conacher? That's it right. Sure is. It's also the episode uh, former Vancouver Canuck that has the name of like a uh, English butler and played for the San Jose Sharks. Oh, uh, Sandus Ozelinch. <laughs> <laughs> Arder Zerbe. Uh, Oh shit! This you know, I feel like okay. you know who I'm talking. Yeah, about. I do. Uh, when did he play for the Sharks? Uh, he played Pretty for them recent, for two years. It? Yeah, fifteen and sixteen. The name of an English butler. Yeah, oh, and he fuck. was a defenseman. I'm pretty sure. Oh man! Oh my god! Do you want me to just say it? Oh no! I, I, we're gonna know it. Okay, well, you can introduce Alex and yeah. we'll figure it out. Uh, joining us for this <laughs> special it's me. You know it. I was the butler. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Sparling is with us. Alex, a uh, Vancouver comedian, very funny Hello. man. Winnipeg Jets fan as well. Oh, yes. So you will fit right into our uh, community of, of suffering sports fandom. Well, uh, it's different. It's different, but we'll get there, I guess. I'm enjoying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Well, I mean, I have but like for the most lot. part of yeah, your, yeah, for the yeah. most part, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the difference is the, the the suffering was like you've spent it watching a garbage, gutless, classic, classless hockey team. We just wrote angry letters for ten years until we got our team back, <laughs> <laughs> which is, is arguably the most Canadian thing of all time. Is the guy's last name Benson? No, oh, he's a defenseman. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to check it's right now. It's not Matt Nieto. That's not an English name. Uh, it's not Chris Tierney. No. Uh, I just oh can't God. think of what, what would constitute a very English He's actually English a right name. winger. I'm sorry about that. Oh. Oh, well, now I know. Oh. That well, changes that everything. Uh, what's his first name? Will that just give it away? That'll give it away. What's his last name? That'll also <laughs> give it away. <laughs> his first name will give it away? What does it begin with? Uh, B. His first name begins with And what's with his last B. name begin with? G. Oh, Barclay Goodrow. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Gentleman Barclay right Goodrow. Yeah, Barclay yeah, go. Goodrow. Totally forgot about that guy. Brendan Gallagher is more of a butler. That's name true, actually. That. Brendan Gallagher is pretty butler. Brendan butlery. Gallagher. <laughs> no, Brendan. Get me some warm milk. Brendan Gallagher, I think, is the like, uh, he's the guy that runs the manor, and Barclay Goodrow is the. Like low. he's the head of staff kind yeah. of a thing? Yeah. I get that. I think he's above Barkley Goodrow. Or maybe not. Maybe Barkley Goodrow is the manor. That's Good, a fancy Goodrow, Goodrow yeah. Manor? Yeah. 
He's like yeah, Alfred he's from Sir Barkley Goodrow. Yeah, he's the he's the Earl. He's <laughs> yes, like the Duke. Yes, he's exactly. the owner. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. feel yeah, like yeah. he owns the yeah. place. Brendan Gallagher is the swine that has to mop up. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, him. that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes in more the sense. Downton Abbey of NHL yeah, names. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Does everything with a shit eating grin and steals an apple off the orchard tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there's also a gentleman who probably grew up on one such compound who also wore eighty nine. Uh, that would be the heir of the brick fortune. Oh, uh, Mike, Mike Comrie, Comrie. of yes. course. Eric Comrie, Winnipeg <laughs> Jets prospect. Fukali sucks. <laughs> That's that is Mike's brother, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he, uh, he didn't. But Eric's going to do more than just marry an aging pop star. No, isn't and, uh... and retire from hockey for the rest of his life. <laughs> Are they actually related? Yeah, that's his older brother. Are you sure? Almost positive. That's a huge age. And gap. and Hillary ah, and yeah. Hillary no, no. and Hillary Duff's uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I I get that. They are oh, siblings. They, yeah, no, they are. They yeah. separated. No, Mike and Mike Eric and Hil- are still together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly true. That was actually one of the best uh, when I did uh, when I did my interviews, my hockey interviews of of players. I would always get the previous player to ask a question of the of the next player and so brady shaw pretty funny guy plays for the university of vermont catamounts he was he wanted me to ask the next player who's the biggest cancer in your locker room and i interviewed parker bowles of the tri-city americans and he was like well eric comrie is born in february so i'd say he's the biggest cancer oh that's fantastic but he didn't even know the proper months i don't know what the proper parker months bowles are, is uh, also a good uh, butler name yeah that is it's a late, great late june that's probably late everybody the best. Okay, yeah. whatever why do you know that because that's what i am oh okay there actually you go. parker bowles sounds like the game they play out back of the man <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> parker bowles Michael <laughs> Comrie is not a bad <laughs> butler name. Care either. to join me for a game of Parker Bowls? Sandus Oslinch is like the Lithuanian guy they hunt for sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the name of their... Uh, Release yeah. the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it oh, is man. episode number 89. Maybe they like bear bait him. They like tie <laughs> Sandus Oslinch to a post. <laughs> <laughs> One bear, two bulls, zero disappointment. <laughs> the thing I remember about Ozilinch is that he got traded. Uh, he was he made the All Star game for like the Western Conference, and then got traded to the Eastern Conference, and still played for the Western All Star. Even team. though he had the like the pe- it was shoulder weird. logo for I, his like Eastern that. Conference team. Yeah, it was really team. strange. Yeah. yeah, I seem to remember that too. Yeah. Uh, speaking, right. you got traded, or maybe you got traded to Anaheim, or it was one of those things. Speaking but. of All Star games, I. Had like the thrift store find of my life. You did. True. Week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Alex, I found an unopened, still in the package, 1995 NHL All Star Muppet fuck from McDonald's. Uh, it was Animal, the Muppet, wearing it. Was an it NHL Western All-Star. or Eastern? Uh, well, they, they, I mean, the Muppets were basically prophetic because they put out four different, uh, like, that's right, stuffed animals. Yeah. All with different colors, so they foresaw the, the conference yeah, all star yeah. three on three. Well, because I had the all the way back insane. in 1995. I had like the teal Kermit the Frog one. Yeah, there yeah. was Kermit, Fozzie, Animal, and, and Miss Piggy. Was there a Miss Piggy? Yes. yes. That seems like the rare one. Yeah, because yeah. you got to have a girl. Like I guess if a girl likes hockey, then you got to have the Miss Piggy. I definitely yeah. had a Kermit and a Fozzie. But yeah, I got it for five dollars. The ticket on the item said ten dollars, and the owner of the store saw me walking around with it, and he was like, "Pretty cool, right? Just five dollars." <laughs> That's and insane. I, I could not have like whipped my wallet out and given him the cash. But you like, have to be faster. slow with that. You can't let him know that uh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. giving away a buried <laughs> yeah, yeah. treasure. Absolutely. 
absolutely. That's oh. all my time at Value Village. Five dollars, eh? This is worth nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only been carrying it for 20 minutes yeah. around the store. I feel as though the girls would like Kermit more, you know? Like, if I was a guy, I mean, I am a guy, but if I was if, if I was around back then buying Happy Meals and stuff, I was like six Are you back saying then. that you would be turned on by Miss Piggy? That's what I'm saying. I'd go for the Miss Piggy because that's so that was the whole idea, right? The sex appeal of Miss Piggy. Well, we and have acknowledged she's not, that you She's had a no weird Lola childhood. Bunny, but I, well, I'd, I'd, I'd... And girls are attracted to the chivalry of Kermit the Frog. Kermit's a great I still guy. have the Lola the Bunny sticker over there where she's bending over in front of the camera. She's that's because like, you're a pervert. Twerking. No, so our listeners are our listeners are perverts. Gave it to us. <laughs> I just couldn't believe my luck. Like what an yeah, unbelievable that's find. That's insane. That and is also, a great find. I also had when I was a kid. I had an. I had. Uh, I think the Muppets went all in on the NHL because I had a Florida Panthers kind of jersey. It wasn't like jersey material really, but it was designed. It was like t-shirt material, but long sleeve. With like it looked like a Panthers jersey, like it had the blue and red cuffs and whatever, and then it had the Panthers logo, but instead of the Panther, it was Animal. Okay. So it said it said Florida Panthers, and then yeah. Animal was like jumping That's out sweet. of it. That's like, like, a like breaking the hockey yeah, stick in half. Exactly. Yeah. Florida Panthers best team. Uh. This, it was this could probably be a whole episode, but what do you think the best all time McDonald's Happy Meal toys were? I mean, you don't Ooh. you've never had a Big Mac, so. Yeah, that's not really what Happy Meals are attached to. But no, they, but you can uh, get a little the like, Batman Returns or... ones were pretty good, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to think. I mean, I definitely can remember the Beanie Babies being like the Beanie insane. Babies. Yeah, well, because they had they had a little mongoose was one of them. Yeah, and I wanted the mongoose. Was that the so purple bad. one? The wasn't it like a purple mongoose? Or yeah, like but it was or? still like it was the only rad yeah, little yeah, yeah. animal because it was still like it's a weasel. It well, eats I, cobras. I had like a goldfish. An I remember the only respect. the only one I got was the goldfish, and it was just like. It was like a. It was like this big. It was a goldfish. Oh, that's not fair. No, Goldie, and everyone no. else had the. Yeah, it was Goldie. I think yeah. that's what the name was. Yeah, lame. The best one to I me was the the spaceships that were also like monsters. Remember those ones? No. And you remember those? It was like uh, there was one that was like a satellite, and you'd press a button in the back, and the front of the satellite would open up, and it was it was like this monster mouth. Um, I don't remember a lot. I sounds familiar. I drank I, I a lot as a kid, though. You drank a lot. A lot. Like I don't remember much of my childhood. As a kid? Oh, but I grew up up north. Yeah, you drink a lot to what? survive. <laughs> Is this a bit that you're doing right Not now? Not for a second, John. <laughs> when did you start drinking? Eleven. Wow. But oh, that's yeah. not. But you're out of Happy Meals by eleven. Look, look, I we lost the team ninety six. Didn't stop drinking until after that. I was six <laughs> years old. Okay, it was a tough game. It's a tough game. My dad handed me not a beer, a bottle of scotch. He's like, "This is it. This is the rest of forever." <laughs> well, I mean, congrats. I Thank guess. you. Yeah. Can I bit... smoke in here on that note? <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle, <laughs> he's like, we'll just light up a smoke. I like the idea that you would come on the podcast and not ask and just just casually light a cigarette up. It's and just for my art. I have dare to. me to say something. Yeah, I'm going to need you to stop smoking in my house. <laughs> um, like, uh, it's just, it's a very curious level of like. Are you looking at a list of best happy yeah, meal toys? I don't know if it's going to be on there. See, I really don't remember that many to be fully honest with you. Oh, I remember oh, the, sports the sports balls, balls for sure. But the how often do they change them? It no, was but like it once was... every two weeks or once every month. Probably every month, I don't right? Even if I would, it would be the di- remember the dinosaurs wearing the jerseys. Like you got a full fuck replica of the actual NHL jerseys, but it would just be like a Stegosaurus in a San Jose that was Sharks a happy jersey. Meal toy? 
Almost positive. Huh, I don't remember that either. I'm going to go ahead and say 100% uh, Happy Meal toy. I'm not going to dis- challenge I really liked it when they did those uh, like commemorative goalie masks also. Oh, those were oh, yeah. cool. Those but you can get cool. them now in the Kinder Surprises, too. And I had a couple oh, really? of those. But the, the goalie were masks big were big. The, the, the big eggs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the big okay. eggs. Because, okay. yeah, the McDonald's ones were really were big. big. Those were cool for sure. I remember that definitely. Um, but just what a strange yeah, time. What a strange time 1995 was when you had that degree of like uh, cross branding, like inter promotion. Because it's the NHL All Star Game Muppets available only at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like what? Well, McDonald's that's the, that's where that's where um, that's where the NHL and the Muppets hang out. Is that McDonald's? <laughs> the only place in the world you're going to find and of course current... NHL Muppets makes complete sense on its own so totally. why even bother oh that's a Vancouver that Canucks am I right absolutely <laughs> oh shit this is going to be fun uh, now if you wanted to buy tickets to the All-Star game. or to Muppets on Ice <laughs> oh Muppets on Ice I, yeah, I yeah. hope that's a thing uh, probably probably yeah I mean, I mean, sounds does, like a thing that exists Disney does existed. so many ice shows you Muppets on Ice is a very real thing Muppets on Ice would hopefully uh, be one of them I don't I don't know that it's a show but oh yeah it is it's a tour right there right yeah but that's not it just says Muppets t- it's just Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl uh, Hollywood well, Bowl Orchestra probably, with the Muppets you could probably we should get go those to that. on uh, we on should go to that. <laughs> we should go to that how sick would that be to see the Muppets with an orchestra <laughs> I'm fucking all over that well, I mean, apparently, well, Muppets on Ice on Facebook, that looks really scary. That's just like, okay, this is great. This is just like a local figure skating club that's doing Muppets on Ice. Oh, no. This is the White Rose Figure Skating Club. We have in, to guess uh, who's who here. Okay, well, that's Fozzie. There's that's Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. There's the Swedish chef. Kermit. Miss Piggy's like an old crone lady. Like it's just like a. My sister used to figure skate. These are and there not would always children. be like random old ladies. It's photos. No, no. Like there's th- definitely kids in here. Okay. It's photos this like this is why like I, a dildo I don't trust reason. acting school. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why you don't. Oh, there's give Beaker. <laughs> who's, the, who's the lady <laughs> in the pink? Swedish chef with the blue. She's uh, Ro- Rosie, right? Oh, that's Rosie. I is think. that from Sesame Street though? Yeah. Or is, okay. Well, that doesn't really. But I think that's who. That Technically, is. the last time. The oh, and there's the the dog. Where's Oscar the uh, I he, don't know. He's not. not he's not technically a Muppet. He's oh, a Sesame yeah. Street. Yeah, but isn't she a Sesame Street? Character? I think oh, she yeah. is a Sesame Street. Is no, it? no, she's the uh, girl in the band. Oh yeah, the, you're right. you know the girl with Janice. the hair in the yeah, band. Yeah, yes, yeah. Janice. That's right. Is that yeah. Andy Kindler kneeling in front? <laughs> it kind of looks yeah. like yeah, it. Yeah. It's a, 13-year-old <laughs> Andy Kidd. Oh, you know what? That's like the movie review guy. I think, yes, isn't Statler, Statler and Waldorf. And Waldorf oh, yeah. that'll do it. This ice skating show's not half bad. Nope, it's all bad. <laughs> Technically, the last time the Muppets had a TV series, which was uh, in 2015, they were on ice the entire time. <laughs> Thin, Thin ice. ice. Bing, bing. Before all it right. got canceled after one season. Let's do this ad. Uh, but if you were to buy tickets to see the Muppets on Ice or <coughs> Weezer, perhaps coming to a town near you, don't stir that pot up. <laughs> we, yeah, that was apparently quite a controversy that yeah. I thought Weezer sucked when they played apparently at the a Squamish heinous, Valley Music Festival. Apparently, a heinous take that you had. Uh, they, I stand by it. They All were right. quite bad. <laughs> Doubling down. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. What else is new? Yeah, when have I been known to not double <laughs> That's down? That's very true. Uh, but still. Just like a fat guy at KFC, <laughs> if, you've never not doubled down. Uh, if you could buy 
tickets to see any number of things, whether it's uh, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, Weezer in concert, the Muppets on Ice. I think we all agree where the best place to do that would be. SeatGeek. That's right, John. SeatGeek is the best place to go if you're looking to buy tickets to sports and concerts because buying tickets to those things can sometimes be way too complicated. So complicated. the other guys, and there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events with SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed, and there's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phone. I was using it just the other day to look at upcoming concerts that I might want to attend, and uh, it's the easiest way that we've found to shop for tickets you can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, you're instantly finding your seat. Or a few clicks. <laughs> yeah, just two clicks. <laughs> click, click, boom. boom you've you got, got your tickets, tickets. baby. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately find the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater as click, well. Click, boom. And we got some tickets to sell to comedy and theater. Yeah. We can talk about that in a little bit. But best of all, for our listeners, you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. 20 bucks. You just have to download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code REALGOOD under the settings tab. That's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off of your first SeatGeek purchase today. Uh, and that went you, pretty smoothly. Do you want to do you want to talk about the tickets that we are selling? We kind of sure. like snuck that into the end of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're doing a real good weekend. We've talked about it on the show, I think, once before, but we'll talk about it yeah. again. Uh, June sixteenth and se- June sixteenth and seventeenth. The tickets will go on sale this week. We're just waiting to confirm the venue uh, for our stand up show. Looks but, like a beautiful uh, venue. Yeah, it should be great. So we're uh, June sixteenth. We're doing a live podcast recording. June 17th is the Real Good Jokers Championship Day, so we're going to get a bunch of fans out for that. And then on June 17th night, we're going to have a RGS and Friends comedy show featuring Alex Sparling. Hey. Hey. That's him. It's him. He's here. (laughs) Oh, shucks. So yeah, don't fuck up this episode or people will be like, why'd you book this asshole? It's too late. Yeah, it is too too late. late. We're not taking you off the show, so people are just going to have to fucking enjoy it. Um... Shit. We yeah. tell our listeners what to do. And I'm, I'm we're really always excited. Ready. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be really, really it's gonna fun. be a beautiful weekend. I'm yeah. excited. The weather yeah, should be nice should for be. the baseball I am excited. Game. It's a great neighborhood. There's a there's a there's a there's a liquor store. Actually, if you're thinking of pre-drinking before the the show, we're selling should, we're yeah. selling drinks. Oh yeah, no. yeah, I know. Yeah. But no pre-drinking allowed. You may only purchase RGS approved alcohol. This is the Winnipeg. Yeah, definitely. Again, there's a PCL like half a block away. Hey, yeah, he knows where all the liquor stores are. Just ask him. Right, Alex? Yeah. Okay. Most of them. Some of them. I'd say most. Most of them. Yeah. But I I like the private liquor stores more. Because the thing with the private liquor store, the thing that I learned since it moved south, is you do not buy anything 
uh, at a liquor store without asking for free shit. Because they have so much free swag oh, yeah. all the time. There's like glassware, oh, yeah. hats, You don't leave without least, at least half a pound of free stuff. I often buy the beer that I don't want just no. because something comes with it. Well, yeah, because then you get like, sometimes like Coors will have that like rad backpack, like the insulated cooler backpack, yeah. and you walk up with a six pack of craft beer, like nobody's buying fucking 24 Coors Light tonight. Yeah, or like... Come on. The, I am. Give the, me the backpack. The I private, love Coors, the, the banquet beer. I, I do like the banquet beer. Is this a, is this a, is this another plug? Is it no, 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 no. I, I, I do actually. I do actually like. Do you like the, you banquet, like the beer? banquet? Do you know why it's called the banquet beer, guys? Because it was because you eat, you drink it with family and friends. Banquets. No, because during the gold rush when Coors was okay, invented, uh, it was only served at banquets. Do you know the name of the founder of Coors? Adolf, Adolf Coors. Coors. Mm. Obviously, I know that. I'm very intelligent. Mm. Well, I think I brought it up before. I don't know that you did. Well, it's an Adolf reference. I'm pretty sure I did. That's true. You do bring up Adolf a lot. The private liquor store. Also Who would you say like... is your favorite Adolf, Alex? Oh shit, that's a tough question. I mean, uh, we've already said options. Coors, so yeah. that rules out Coors. I'm a big fan of uh, people who set goals, not so much peop- uh, the things that people do. So I. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. Sure, Coors. <laughs> Yeah, we'll give you course. You can go for course. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, though, the private liquor store will also often have, like, a huge one-off prize. Yeah. So, like, if you buy, like, a 12-pack of this kind of beer, you might get... Like a barbecue longboard. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, in, they'll enter your receipt in for a draw for, like, a sweet bike. Yeah, or, like, exactly. Or, like, a massive stereo system. And then, like, like a week later, your credit card info <laughs> is stolen because your receipt tower. is in the... Box. I guess so. That doesn't happen. It's part of why I don't drink, actually, to be honest. Because you don't trust people at private liquor stores. That's why you don't drink. Yeah, that's right. It's called (laughs) Legacy Liquor Store because their legacy is stealing people's information. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, guess what? My debit card never compromised, bitch. When you buy soda pop, no one cares about about your debit card. Anyway, it's fine. It's not like I'm better than all of you. I didn't say that. you're not. Nobody said that. I no, I no was one saying, said that at all. No, no. Most people are thinking it though, because they're like, "Whoa, he doesn't drink." That's so cool. I mean, you were Same talking background. about how you were drinking earlier, but I think that was a bit. It was a bit. That was uh, a bit that I was doing where I said I drank Coors. I mean, that's not. That's what made it sound like an ad. <laughs> and you like knew about I the drink banquet beer Coors. Stuff. Yeah, I know. I can't think of anything like nerdier than knowing beer trivia and not drinking beer. Yeah. I know. I never said I wasn't you a nerd. stay up late and just read the Wikipedia page of beers? I Absolutely. wonder where Silver Bullet comes from. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think that's what they would use to kill a vampire. Uh, you're thinking werewolf. werewolf you I don't big dumbass. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know anything about fantasy oh, stuff. Yeah. Losers. Go you play your... stay up late reading about cryptozoology. <laughs> yeah, go play You've heard of vampires. Go play your RPGs, you fucking bitches. Yeah. Play, you're playing, drink that, your you're light playing beer. Zelda earlier. Drink I, your I, light beer. I will drink I think my John is beer. just throwing shade on vampires to... Uh, Keep them safe re- from the sun. Recuse the <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, also, but also to dispel the notion that he himself might be one. Because, John, listen, hey, is, don't it, listen, is it or is it, it not true, John, leave it that alone. you cannot eat garlic? That is true. 
Mm. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, mm. I rest my case. What the, that doesn't mean anything. Beginning and end of case. No I garlic. What, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. John Cullen is a vampire. Mm. Uh, and and you can't see your reflection in the mirror. And I know that because you wouldn't leave the house with that haircut. Am I right? <laughs> wow. High fives all around the room. Wow. John, do you want to get in the high fives? Jesus. Who says, am I, Matthew Barnaby over here? Says the guy who has no hair over here. I'm wearing a toque. You can't tell that. I know that you have no hair. It's very true. I have no hair. Yeah, so... Shit. So that must be really tough for you to see me leave the house with this haircut. It's almost like I'm bragging. Like, yeah, I have hair, and this is what I do to it. Yeah, and four <laughs> eyes. I don't like that either of that. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> Three more eyes than you have. <laughs> it's a tough one. I guess you could wear glasses just for fun. Yeah, mother made me at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, enough. Well, I said enough because I, you, you know, you're 25. You stand up to mother sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you <laughs> actually need glasses? You probably need nope. glasses for your one good eye. No. I need them when I go to a dashboard confessional concert. But outside of that, you know. <laughs> well, everyone needs them there. That's oh, for yeah. sure. A screening of Juno. Please. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, the bottom line is I'm cool, and don't worry about it. Do we have any donors to thank or not? Yeah, we have two donors to thank. Okay. Indeed. The bad. first donor that we have to thank is my old friend who used to work with me at Safeway in White Rock, British Columbia, Taylor Birkinshaw. And it's fun when you don't even know that your friends listen to the show, and then they just start donating to the show. It's very nice. Yeah. So, I had uh, something so like that you. this week. Thank you, you very much, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. But yeah, a uh, friend of mine from Taylor BCIT. <laughs> Uh, who now works as like a news writer for CTV yes. Toronto, yes. Uh, tweeted into the show to let me know that he was also in the choir that was on the ice when the Queen took to the ice. Oh, there you go. And that we were allowed but to... But you didn't know that he was a friend? Like, did you know him in the choir uh, or not really? He would have been way younger than me, oh, and okay. that was also a long time ago. So I, <laughs> little bitch. I don't know that I would have known that James was in the choir when we were both at BCIT together. Because oh, okay. he was like the baby of the program like he couldn't even go drinking at professor mugs with us because he was I don't, too young what the hell is professor it's mugs the bar on campus oh, okay uh, my favorite professor um <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ but yeah he shut up in, course you wrote in to say that once the queen passed a certain point in the red carpet that as a choir we were all allowed to wave at her. Oh, I see. I'm not sure if she waved back. Yeah, though. she. Probably well, they waited until she passed you. Yeah. And I we did. also have to thank Michael Hingston, who finally had enough of not getting the bonus content and upped his donation from four dollars to five dollars. So thank you, Michael Hingston, for yes. your extra one hundred cents. Michael Hingston, a thank writer you, whose work that you may have seen in the Washington Post or the Guardian. Yes, I, I may believe have he's seen he's it. verified on Twitter. And he's a book coming out next year about Calvin and Hobbes, which should be well, really and very he likes. Yeah, our yeah, show, yeah. so guess what, nerds? Fuck you, <laughs> pal. I, th- I could see that uh, the Calvin and Hobbes book as like a one good thing. From yeah, you, for sure. a one yeah. good like thing. Taylor made. I Michael definitely think Hingston. you will read that book. Yeah, you read books. Yeah, absolutely. You know what kind of you know what book a nerd would read? Calvin and Nobbs, because they're knobs. <laughs> Thanks I, for coming I mean, out. A nerd would read Thanks Calvin. For coming and, out, I, a nerd nerds. would read Calvin and Hobbes too. No, they wouldn't. I love Calvin. Yeah. I learned to read with yeah, Calvin. But yeah, but you're not exactly. a nerd. You're cool. You have a tweet on your shirt. That's like probably the nerdiest thing ever. Though. No, that's cool. I guess because it's like ironic. Yeah, sort of. Like it's a so sports tweet. Yeah, it's you're like very bagging cool. on Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, you're yeah. cool. And like a nerd wouldn't even know. Who yeah, Stephen yeah, a. Smith yeah, is. yeah. You're cool. It's like Justin has a superhero on his. Are you making fun of me here? Is that what's going on? I don't know, man. I don't, honestly don't know what I'm doing. I'm feeling a r- little giddy right now. I had some of these expired banana Tic Tacs. Are they actually expired? Oh, yeah. They're definitely expired. I ripped the label off, though, but they expired in February. 
Anyway, they're Tic Tacs. How much could they Which, expire? Well, it's got, that's why, have you noticed when you bite them, they kind of, like, when you start yeah, sucking yeah, them, yeah, they crumble real easy. They do, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're expired. They're chalky. Yeah, Bead sent yeah. us some, you want some? faulty They're banana-flavored. Banana. I thought they were Airsoft Beads when I, like, when I first <laughs> oh, walked yeah, in, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, started yeah. walking around with them and shaking them like I was going to get shot any yeah, yeah, second, yeah. and yeah, I yeah. was... I was not excited. No, no, you're good. You're fine. But yeah. Are they uh, minions? Oh, they're little minions. Yeah, they're little minions. Oh, they're definitely the, the, expired. The thing came with like a minion. Well, yeah, the minions movie was last yeah. year or two years ago? Uh, two last year. year. Two but this could also be year? from yeah. like Despicable Me 2, which was like three years no, ago. No, no, they expired this February, I remember looking at okay. it. Okay. It's probably from the minions movie. Despicable yeah, Me 3 is coming That's out. True. That's true. Yeah. I'm very excited you about that. You mean Despicable 3? Am I right, guys? Excuse me. I think that is it. Is that what they're called? Is it called Despicable I think 3? The, I don't even the know. The E and me is a 3. Oh, that's okay. exactly yeah. it. Yeah, it is. Despicable and despic- 3. Despicable, the A in Despicable will be the 4. Yeah, the exactly. Despicable me. Spick for me? Don't spick for me. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I won't spick. That sounds really bad. As I. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Scott Gomez. Anyway, this has been the. Not to make the racial slur worse. Uh, I knew that James was a listener back in the like old Mexican Alaskan Scott Gomez. I thought it was an Alaskan. <laughs> he is Alaskan. Yeah. I knew that James was a listener back in like week one, week two. I did not know that he was still around. And wow. He in made it all the way to episode eighty-eight, and yeah. he probably is going to quit after this one because <laughs> he's a nerd. I revealed that I forgot he was in the choir. He'll be. He'll take yeah. that to heart. Probably. Yeah, I would. And be done with us. I would take it very personally if someone forgot I was in a choir. Um, speaking of follow-ups from last week, I'm sassy tonight. We pretty much never talked at all, uh, because probably because we talked about it before the show started. Oh, Trampkin about Nikita Trampkin leaving yeah. the team. I mean, and Stefan, as someone who I know uh, loved him so well, uh, I feel like you need to weigh in on this. Well, okay, so my dad and I were at a, like the last game of the season, and <laughs> uh, it was right before my birthday, and, and my dad's like, "Oh, I'll." I'll do you want a jersey for your birthday? I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I got the last Nikita Trampkin jersey. Why would there. you want a jersey, though? Because so They didn't even have to custom make it. Because it was I, already in well, the Well, they had to custom make my dad's because okay. he also bought a jersey and was like, I want a Trampkin, and there weren't any left. So he got it custom made. They brought it to his seat and everything. I mean, Nikita Trampkin, surpa- like, I hate the Canucks, but I love Nikita Trampkin that okay. much that it was, more for the, it was more the name on the back the, okay. the, than the logo on the front. Gotcha. Uh, and then, like, two weeks later, I wake up, uh, like seven, you know, not like late. Jack off, but as is your want. No, Irene's still home, so I gotta wait until she leaves. <laughs> Fair enough, good call. Um, no, so I I wait. I guess like this ha- the news came out in like the middle of the night. Right? Yeah, was At, that like, like three, three in the morning? Because was in, in Russia. Morning. Yeah, so I wake up and I check Twitter and it's like, uh, oh, I can't wait until uh, Stefan wakes up to see this. And a bunch of people being like, I'm so sorry, man. And it's I like, said what? That. Yeah, I was among them. It's like what? happened like this is not good i didn't say up. i'm like, sorry i was thinking maybe they uh re- they like extended benning's contract yeah, benning or like a lifetime yeah. contract <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah well then you never have to get the tattoo and then i kind of started to piece it together because i go to the i go to the timeline i just see people talking about like the best tramkin moments like oh my god did he die i thought he died at first and then uh he, he did i mean he basically did yeah. he's dead for five years at least until he gets back here and what 2022 but yeah i mean it's fucking miserable because he was like the one bright spot of this past season and he's um, gone now and you know what i was surprised to find out i was just uh cruising uh cory pronman's twitter today one of my favorite uh, hockey analysts yep. 
And uh, he was saying he did not care for Trampkin. He didn't think he was a very good player. People were like mixed on him. It was like you either loved him or you hated him. Yeah. I, I went to like almost every game this season, and he, in terms of watching him in person at least, maybe he wasn't like the best player. I don't think he was going to be the next Chara. But in terms of like no, an entertainment yeah. value, like that's that, and that's what the team needed. And also, so Chara didn't really look like the next Chara until he became Chara. You know what I mean? Oh, like, he was the funniest looking dude when he played in oh, Prince yeah. George. Jesus Christ! And like, for he most was like, of he his looks like an in Ottawa. <laughs> For most of his time in Ottawa, he was not the guy. Well, he played forward for a long time. Remember now, you know. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he played forward for a while because they because he wasn't that good at defense, and they're like, okay, well, we can just put him in front of the net, and we'll just shoot pucks off him. (laughs) Who do they think he is? Some kind of Bufflin? Jesus Christ, get out of here! Um, (laughs) Some kind of Bufflin sounds like the name of a very bad Winnipeg Jets tribute album. (laughs) It's the uh, some kind of Bufflin. It's a Winnipeg era like Metallica cover band. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, some kind of monster. Nice. What a great movie. I love when Jason Newstead was just like, yeah, they're going to see a psychologist and that's fucking lame. Yeah. Like <laughs> couples counseling. For yeah. a band, Are you talking basically. about a monster call? Some kind of monster. Oh, the no. Metallica the Metallica, Metallica documentary. documentary. Oh, oh. That they made around St. That's Anger. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. With um, uh, what's it, uh, Harry Osborne's in that. Who's Harry Osborne? The Osborne. Oh kid? no, no, no! That's that. Uh, what's his name? Um, Dane DeHaan. Dane that's DeHaan, the yeah. different Metallica movie called oh. like, "Through the Never" or something like that. Through the Nether. Yeah, it's. I, don't, I have no idea. It's, that's my that favorite. That that's my favorite Warcraft yeah. expansion. Is Metallica's <laughs> "Through the Nether." <laughs> um, I didn't get that joke because I'm not a nerd. I, for, I have sex. For a player who like Coors. never did Coors. interviews Adolf. all season long. And basically, like, could not communicate without a translator, and like, they rarely made available for that sort of thing. Uh, Like, hearing him talk or or, like reading transcriptions of his interviews in Russia as to why he left the NHL to go back, like, he displayed a degree of like self awareness and intelligence that like NHL players almost never do. And I don't know if that's just because your average player is too, uh, you know, sensitive as to not upset the the hockey team by making honest assessments of what happened during yeah. the season, basically. Uh, but, you know, talked about how he just did not understand Willie's decision-making and usage and how he didn't know Nobody why did. he was not playing as much as players that are objectively worse than him. And, like, he just seemed like a really smart guy. And he was, like, a f- wonderful... He was like one of the only players who stood up for dudes on the ice on well, a team no, that like, often has no pushback whatsoever. The team was just like anything. so boring, and and it was just just having this like flash of just a huge Russian guy who would occasionally destroy someone was like that was like the best part of the season. That's how fucking bad the season. Well, I think was. too, like a lot of the Russians, they do that though. Like a lot of the Russians give very honest interviews oh, in yeah. Russia, and then it ends up being a problem. Uh, like Nikita Kucherov. He just today. gave one today, yeah. Did you guys see that? No, yeah, it was no. Oh, brutal. He shredded, he shredded the lightning. Like, absolutely shredded them. Oh, what did he say there? That I missed. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll bring it up for you here. But it was pretty great. Like, because I remember Malkin, like, in his first couple of years, he, he didn't shred anybody, but he just did... He went back to Russia for the summer and did just, like, a really honest interview with uh, Russian media. Datsuk is also, like, they seem... They're pretty. They're pretty solid at like giving very honest interviews. But yeah, Kucherov said. I thought we might be keeping it on brand by 
mentioning a number, another number 89, but that's uh, Nikita Nesterov. Nesterov, yeah. So this is uh, Kucherov uh, said that some teammates overstayed with the team, that they got their money and stopped working. They know that there's no competition for their positions and the organization is not going to take someone else. They played not really well this year. You can see it in their stats and their way of play. When we played together and I made a pass, they were even not expecting it. That's why this season was hard for me despite my good stats. Uh, and then he said, uh, Iserman said it's not a concern, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I had great chemistry with Nemesnikov and Stamkos at the start of the season. We understood each other really, really well. And then Stamkos was injured. I was very upset. I think those nine games were my best in the NHL. After that, the coaches started shuffling lines. Partners were changing in like a kaleidoscope. It was very hard to get used to it because guys didn't play at Stamkos's level. It's hard to explain how I played with them. We had a lack of understanding of each other, and there were some problems. I was suffering torment all season because I couldn't <laughs> There's find... the Russian. Yeah, because I couldn't find perfect chemistry with other partners after Stamkos's injury. We played with Jonathan Druen once, and it was good, but then the coach didn't put us together again for some reason. <laughs> I liked a lot of that until he mentions, you know, it's just not everybody could step up like Stamkos. Damn close. I know, it's so and funny. that I had a problem with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you. I bet the rest of Edmonton is still like, if, you know, if just everybody could play like McDavid, I feel like we just, yeah. it might be a show in. <laughs> I know, when I was reading that, I was like, that was great. It was just so funny. Like, oh, yeah, the, the other guys on the team, yeah, they're just not. But it is a degree, it is a degree of honesty that, like, I feel like we want. Totally. From player interviews, but always it. like oh, yeah. blows up and it's a huge problem every time. But that's time, always yeah. my favorite. Well, that's and like I love there's two things I love more in hockey is that when um, the players just say fuck it, you know what I mean? And they yeah. just go for it. Like that was one of the things that I loved about Claude Noel, where um, like he was just he's not a player, obviously, but like he he had such a great there, there's there's one interview from like his one of his last years um, where we just got like toasted. Uh, and uh, there's like bad question after bad question after bad like just like this shit this was sucked this sucked this sucked and then one reporter goes um, uh, Lowry was really good tonight and Claude was like thank you he was wasn't he <laughs> he was good let's focus here I like that but it's a lot of like I it it it, it changes and I think it's a thing that needs to happen because it also switches the whole fan base over like. A lot with like with Winnipeg, so much of it has been just like trying to find that culture and locking it in. And it was right around the sweatpants uh, incident with Evander Kane, where uh, both I believe Buffalo it was a tracksuit, tracksuit, ugh, whatever. <laughs> I hate that rapist. They, <laughs> oh yeah, sure. They yeah. it was like it was like Bufflin and Wheeler were both immediately like, look, if if you don't want to play our game, then get the fuck out. And it takes, I think it's like, it says something when you say that in an interview, knowing that that's going to the mass media. It's like, yeah, there's the culture that's building in the room, but as a fan base, you need to know that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then it's that rally behind that. Like, that's where the whole, like, slogans of, like, the ugly wins that we were doing that got us to the playoffs became, like, a very real thing. An ugly win is a way more appropriate and way more exciting slogan to get behind than our original white is right. You know what I mean? Like that's, do you remember that? 
Uh, Have you not seen that from that from that like one of that last playoff runs? It's actually there's a music video um, that the whole organization we got behind called "White Is Right" because no, it came I, from the. No, I, I do the remember the whiteout. The whiteout, white yeah. and two of my uncles are in it. Also, <laughs> I do remember Darren Pang saying that PK Subban doesn't play the game the white way, but I do not. That remember. was an accident. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I do not remember "White Is Right." Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I feel like coaches when they're kind of that was probably towards the end of his tenure too, right? Like Claude I just Joel? see a yeah. thing where yeah. it says everybody wear white tonight, but is it? There, yeah, is but there there's a there's an anthem, there's a chant. White is right. Are you sure <laughs> you can play it? It's there. There's two different ways a coach can go yeah. in late in their tenure, which is either completely like shut down and give cookie yeah. cutter reserved answers and basically say nothing in every interview, which I feel like is essentially like what Willie Desjardins did for the last mm-hmm. six months, basically. Uh, or there's the guys who just don't give a fuck and are willing to like... Well, your Tortorella. Yeah, blow it up on yeah. the way out, basically. The whole way down. If you're going down with the ship, you're going down swinging. Um, and that that is great, I think. No, it's the best. It's the best way to do it. Um, I, I think this should be... The, the Looney's Tunies or Clipper Rooney's maybe. Sure, yeah. We'll we should pl- probably we can, play Yeah, this. we'll play it. Did something it, just come up impromptu Well, no, it, it is the Everybody Wear White Tonight, so it's a parody of, of Wang Chung. Okay. But they do say uh, white is right. It's a Winnipeg right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it right now. So this is our uh, uh, Looney's. Toonies. And Clipper Rooney's. And this is the Winnipeg Jets from the early 90s, Everybody Wear White Tonight. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Best part about that for me is that when they're saying white out, it sounds like white power. Yeah, yeah. I it's was like kind white of is that right, too. like white power. <laughs> the like the the bass voice yeah. at the bottom. White power. White power. It probably was. <laughs> it probably was like an actual local Winnipeg like KKK member who was like, "Oh fuck, I'll just get in. I got just a sneak it voice. in. Just yeah. sneak it in. They're like, okay, so you're gonna say white out? He's like, white power. <laughs> and they're like, oh great, that sounds perfect. Just make sure when we play the song, you say the same things. Like, Every yep. Everybody, white is right. <laughs> white power. Uh, Burton Cummings is just too lost in his own head to say <laughs> anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is right tonight, baby? This is great. That is like the era, though, of hockey where every team has kind of like a pop ballad. 
Oh yeah. The oh, flame, yeah. When the flames did like can't touch a flame yeah. when it's red hot. Yeah, totally. Uh, which is another just wonderful yeah. moment in Canadian sports history. Oh yeah. Just a young Brett Hull like <laughs> cutting loose in that music video. Love it. Do we have a clip of the week? Too, well, or? we're speaking of coaches. Oh yeah, yeah. We got to talk a little Noel bit about. There. Yeah. Uh, Do we have time? The, 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 oh yeah, I think we got so. Time. The Canucks announced just a new coach today, finally making it official and hiring T. Travis Green. Green. Uh, the only Wah-wah. coach they even spoke to. Why? What an interview process when you speak to yeah. one candidate. Well, to be fair, there's really no other coaches that are available this season. <laughs> so that's, you know. I think the weirdest thing for me, and, and I saw this too uh, from, some, from some people that were saying, like, even if he was the only person that you interviewed, don't say that. Well, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. don't yeah, say Why it. did you, like, admit it? And yeah. they, they, like, went, they doubled down on it, like, two or three times, yeah. too. Very they more said it, if you will. <laughs> well, it's like, it, it, that feels a lot like, uh, it's like Chevy keeping Pavlik for the last, like, too long. And then just his comment is, I have to. I made a promise. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, because you signed. He's the, the only goalie I talk to. <laughs> the one thing might be the only person. He's yeah. like the only Jet that he ever speaks to. The one thing him I like about Pavi. honestly, him and Jim Slater. He still talks to oh, Jim yeah. Slater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one thing I like about Green is that Gillis hired him. So and like, there's that. I listened to the press conference. Today, oh, he's articulate and and he's so much. Oh yeah, that's than that's all you yeah. really need in a hockey coach oh. is articulate. After Willie, I liked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually liked listening to him. He seemed like a smart mm. guy. And also him saying like, "We're not going to win the Stanley Cup yeah. next year." He it's was like, very thank you. you. Know, talked about Fuck. wanting honesty from a coach. He has it coming in. It might fade over time as he. Has to get a little bit more defensive about his job security, but right now he is I've, fully giving yeah. honest assessments of where this team is at. But I do love that you won't play any of these kids with zero NHL games, but you will sign a coach to four years. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think all, he, but it's, he's going to start playing the young kids. I think because he has. Well, a, yeah, because he needs somebody on his page. Well, and he has a connection with and them. Like, and but stuff. also, at, like wait, what he was able to do in Utica with like at a, at a time when post Gillis. And specifically post Gilman, basically, and Lauren Henning, the the team had no interest in like using any of their contract slots to sign proven AHL yeah. uh, productive players who could bolster the farm team. Uh, he was still able to keep them in contention, basically, especially this season when they were essentially an ECHL team. Also, I think the, the four year contract thing is like he needed the security because like it's such a shit show up here. And like, sure. Who knows how long banning? It's going to be pretty sweet that you guys are paying three coaches next year. Yeah, Uh, isn't Tortorella? Oh, he's got one more year left, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then Willie's got Tortorella, Jack Adams finalist. I mean, John Tortorella. We're not paying him. Aquilini, Aquilini can pay as many as he wants. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Jack Adams finalist Zach Wierenski and Sergei Bobrovsky. Really? (laughs) Yeah. True. Uh, Yeah. But I mean, I'm, we were well. Have Nick this. Foligno too. If we're gonna throw that in there, <laughs> is he that good, Nick Foligno? He was huge for me in fantasy. I'll say that much. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, That's what happens when you pick PK Subban first overall because you just you know he's gonna have a big hair, Alex. It is disconcerting though to hear them talk about like Adam Gaudet as somebody that they're banking on scoring as wow. early as next season. Yeah, That's insane. With that, well, it won't be next season. It'll be the season after. I guess so. But I would like to see you guys start playing kids like J- Subban. Oh my and, god! And, and like, there's nobody not, who yeah. knows what well, he I get is to watch better him. than Travis yeah. Green. Well, I, and then, except for me, because I go to Penticton every year. <laughs> do you guys? Do oh, you guys are the Young Stars, stars yeah, tournament yeah. hockey Coachella? It's my favorite fucking place in the entire world. 
It's insane that n- I almost nobody goes to that. Yeah, it's like it should be like a tenth. I go every single year. It's the only time of the year that I do cocaine, and I do a lot of it. <laughs> Because it's four days, it's four days, two games a day, 15 bucks a day. And then so your whole day is spent waking up, doing a huge line. I love that my mom doesn't listen to the things that I do. Also, I'm <laughs> kidding if you you are listening. You wake up, no, you have breakfast. I learned that last year. You have breakfast first. <laughs> then you do a huge line of cocaine. Then you play a little bit of quick road hockey. Then you go to the very first game at 10. Start with coffee. Don't start drinking yet. You got a big day ahead of you. Also, not that much cocaine left. <laughs> Then after the first game, then you go home, you do another line of cocaine, play a little bit of road hockey, which is great. And then now with the Worlds, then you get to watch the last two periods or the first two periods of the Worlds, do another line, then go to the second game of the day. Then come home, play road hockey until you run out of cocaine, and then you go to the casino. It's amazing. For four days in a row. Four days straight. I The only issue I have with that is uh, only time of the year? Yeah. Well, I'm only mentioning it because it's it is, it is one of your sponsors. Am I wrong? <laughs> Coke- cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. that's why John doesn't drink. Yeah, <laughs> just doing a ton of coke. Coke banquets. That's how. Uh, that's how people. That's that's why people do cocaine is to not drink. That's 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 it for me. But like, <laughs> like oh shit. Ultimately, I think the fact that the Canucks are paying three separate coaches next season is kind of like our next topic, which is like, how much does coaching really matter? Because does any... No, there's no coach out there. We've gone through four in three years, it feels like. Something like that. Uh, four years, maybe. Uh, well, no. Willie was there for three years, no? Yeah. And then so, and then Tortorella the year before that. And no, then Tortorella was, uh, ended in 2014. So technically... So Vigneault would have been 2013. So four It is four, four and okay. four, technically. Yeah. Um, and there's no coach out there that's going to make this roster good. Basically. Yeah, I don't know. Pierre Pierre Laviolette is a he's a bit of a wizard. Peter Laviolette <laughs> depends on it how you want to pronounce like his, his name. His name would be Pierre though with that last <laughs> yeah, name. True. It's one of my favorite moments when he took a puck to the head and he's like, "Shook it off. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> I uh, let's go. Like, I think this is Smashville. Let's how party. How much do coaches really matter beyond like I think special teams? I think it's tough to argue that Babcock had, didn't do a great job. Well, in there's Toronto. that, and the Babcock's a great, a great uh, argument as well. And even, but I mean, then you start looking at like, I, I like Quinville. Like, how does that start to fall? It just like seems like Mark Crawford won a cup with Colorado. Yeah, like, or well, yeah. I, I think what I think is, I think there's like three to five coaches that make a difference, and then everyone else is basically the same. And then there's like three to five coaches that are terrible. That makes that is that. Yeah. Is reasonable. That makes sense. And like, that to me is like what I think. And I think the Jack Adams doesn't go. The Jack Adams is just the PDO award. Well, yeah. It's the most improved team. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it like does the bo- most breakout rookie award, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, and I would like, say. Oh, wow. The best coach has Connor McDavid at his disposal. Yeah. yeah. What a fucking hard job he must have. Yeah. yeah. Ma- making a murderer with Told McClellan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, like, I. Yeah. I mean, I think that. I, I saw a few tweets today. I saw a really good one from one of my favorite Leafs follows at drag like pole. And he was like saying that he's like, I don't understand. He's like, I didn't really notice that much of a difference between Babcock last year and this year. He's like, I think Babcock is the best coach in the league, but I think he did the same job last year that he did this year. He just had better, he just players. Had better players. Yeah. And, but I mean, I think that you, when you have a great coach, it does make great players better in my opinion. 
for I think sure. you do have to. Ha- I mean, you can. Can you win a cup with a bad coach? Yes, I think you can. I think you can win in spite of a coach, but I also think you can. You can definitely win because of a coach. I just think the like the coach who had probably the most appreciable difference on the overall performance of their team this season did not get nominated for the award. Bruce Boudreau, absolutely. Yeah, and then you could, but you and you could also say Mike Sullivan. Like, I mean, Pittsburgh was in a, in a shit mess. Then he took over. They won the cup, and then this year they had a shit ton of injuries, and, and he still, still kept right them. In the yeah. Thick of Remember when, like Bilesma won the cup when he like took over, and now yeah. he's like the worst coach in hockey. I yeah. can't believe Jack Eichel forced that front of office out the way he did. That's, That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the note of talking, like honestly, as a player, he goes. You know, I just think I might fucking leave unless these two are out of a job. And the next week, guess who's out of a job? (laughs) And the rest of hockey's like, he's not that good. Yeah. Like Jack Eichel. That's LeBron stuff. Eichel's pretty fucking good. He is pretty fucking good. He was point per game last year. Sure, but like at the same time, if you look at the rest of these rookies, you know what I mean? Like Patrick Laine is like worlds above that kid. Matthew's world above that kid. I'd rather have Eichel than Laine. Get your out of your fucking mind. Eichel's like Eichel's relatively close to Matthews. Like he's below him, but no one's near McDavid. But for me of the young guys, it's McDavid, Matthews, Eichel. You're out of your goddamn mind. You think Laine is better than Eichel? You're crazy. Hundred percent. How nobody's so? nobody's ever had a release the same that that, that fucking matter. kid that has. Well, I'm starting there. Eichel can Eichel's a great player, and he's also. I didn't a say he wasn't a great player. He's also a center, which is inherently more valuable. As he eats the rest of his cookie like um, an asshole, and Liney's <laughs> inherently more valuable. And Liney's very <laughs> bad defensively, and he also played with two elite. But he's line learning mates. to do a lot. He's doing a lot more defensively. That's why he's going to win. I the just Calder. think that Boudreaux is a guy who did not benefit this year from like young players. True stepping into their own basically whereas like you know obviously a coach who has great players uh is still a good coach in that he's building around them to put them in the best position to succeed but like with mcdavid the best position for him to succeed is just being on the ice he is his own you don't coach, have to though. fucking do that you know true, like there's true. nothing beyond that other than like opening the gate and letting him step on the fucking ice yeah yeah no i understand that um i understand that for sure well it's interesting dude like in the same way you say like it's more like uh, it's it's just more of a PDO than anything else when you look at the front and like that it really comes down from the front of office and the picks that you're making right because like uh, like with like with Patrick Waugh, when he walks out middle of his contract in Colorado in the offseason because he's just like well if we can, if we're, you're not gonna help me with fucking any of these pieces I don't know what you want me to do I'm leaving. <laughs> Like, I can't keep playing with Shagir and Varlamo. I can't, guys. I can't. Give me something. But I think Patrick was an objectively bad coach, though, also. Because he well, was definitely the But I don't think he's... But do you, would you say he's... But would, sure. you, would you say he's wrong, though, within no, no, Colorado? I, I think Colorado... Well, I, yeah, I mean, Awful Colorado team. has... They're a bad Absolutely team. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they, they, they made, did nothing. They did nothing. They, yeah. they made, made no moves to try to, like... Do you have that like that beautiful well, they little? They really screwed themselves with the Varlamov deal. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Now, coaching, uh, you know, what it is good for is to be the sacrificial lamb when fans demand blood. Essentially. Oh, totally. And yeah. We wanted need, that this year. Yeah, you need it, and we got it. And yeah. I'm happy that we did because Willie definitely did need to leave, if yeah. only because of just unbelievable stubbornness and deployment problems. Uh, but 
how does that feel as a fan of uh, the Winnipeg Jets, Alex? Because this is like six years now that they've been back in the league, and you have been offered uh, Claude Noel for their sins and literally nothing else. Like, well, no. is Cheval Dayoff ever going to fall on his sword for for what this team is? I don't know. Well, I want to make sure you're not confused because Paul Maurice and Claude Noel look a lot alike. I want to. They, they 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 are they did do two different things. Like, but it is it is tough. Like. No, I mean, I just mean that Claude Noel is is basically the only person to be fired by the Winnipeg Jets, right? Is that? Is that yeah, true? that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, they have Scott Arneal for a while. Uh, no, he was Columbus. I yeah, think. We, oh, that's right. And we Columbus, kind yeah. of fired Pavlik for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit, I remember waking up on Thanksgiving this year and going. Oh, everything's perfect and fine in this world again. And then they throw that choke artist a fucking job again. But do you just feel like Kevin Dayoff is going to be your general manager forever? I don't forever? know. I, there's no way. But it's, it's at the same time, like he keeps doing these sneaky, perfect drafting moves that make sense and keep instilling the confidence. Like Mark Shifley is a fucking perfect example. Of I'm not that. saying that he must be fired, but no, just like but the, I agree the with team you. has been disappointing. The fact that I'm, I really okay. Little, it's little things like I really want to know what went on behind the scenes that made sure we didn't get Ben Bishop this year. You know, like there's n- uh, what what serious run didn't we make for Ben Bishop? Especially if like at the if, deadline, if, yeah. If Lightning's not making like any kind of a move, if if the whole organization is falling apart from within itself, as and Kucherov, ex- exactly. Out. And then on top of that, like you did, does Ben Bishop really chasing a cup going to L.A. when he did at the be- at that point in the season? Like L.A.'s still ten points out and just like kind of slowly falling apart at the seams. But that's what happens when you have fucking Dustin Brown as your captain. Mm-hmm. These so it's, he just oh there's I don't know why that guy's still playing. He must be really fucking funny in the locker room. There's no other reason for Dustin Brown to still be playing. Just hockey. a long term deal though. Yeah, uh, that's it. They can't get out from under it. I'll kill him. <laughs> it's LA. It's got to. It's got to be easy to happen. Speaking of players who, uh, it doesn't matter who their coach is. Ah. Let's get to this clip of the week. Yes. Uh, clip of the week this week comes to us from the world of soccer. That's right. This is the uh, El Clasico between uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona, and Lionel Messi scored the go-ahead goal late in the game, and it also happened to be his 500th goal. And legendary English commentator Ray Hudson you know, had his usual freak out yeah, I mean, when it, Messi scores. It's a classic moment, and it deserves a classic call. To Piquet, Busquets, to Roberto. Did they gamble too much? The Champions League hero against PSG leading the break. Gomes looking for the overlap. Alba inside. It's Messi! Gomes leads 
Sends it back. Jordi Alba sells it. Messi catapults it home. And again, if he's shown a Rorschach blot, he'd see goals all day. <laughs> Indecently majestic football in the end to pull this out of the fire. Messi, the nerve of the cat burglar. And cool is the seeds inside the cucumber. Kayla, as always, extends himself. Look at how deep this is. Sergio Roberto, full space. Like that Star Trek ship. And he hits warp speed. Wonderful cutback. Jordi Alba sees Messi. And that will do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, there's so many good lines there. The thing that gets me is that uh, so Ray Hudson does the English language commentary for for the La Liga, and he d- he freaks out like every time Messi scores. Yeah. Like there's a ton. You can go on YouTube, and there's a ton of Ray Hudson calls. So how he comes up with a different thing to say every time and like 10 different things yeah. like it was 10 different ways just, of talking I about I think it speaks to the like overall and you you both I don't know about you Alex but these two gentlemen certainly love soccer so this might be offensive to you <laughs> it's but a fringe it's, sport it's, it's the overall like boring nature of soccer like mm. in, in a hockey game you'd have like 15 different moments to spread those things out during right but he's got to cram all of his shit into like one moment true that's, yeah I mean that's reasonable I wouldn't have yeah. worded it that way but no me neither but reasonable. but it's not like yeah I mean you're sort of it's right. a low event game yeah so you uh, need yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Compared to, like, compared to other sports. So if yeah. you sit down in a cafe in the morning before your game and you come up with a bunch of different lines that you want to use. You can, you, yeah, you'll And be I able know to that that's what they do because I used to do it. Uh, yeah, you, you, he would probably have a big sheet in front right. of him and then just cram his He's like the again. seeds inside a cucumber. He's so cool. But it just, it just sounded like, like, just like if, 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 if uh, if you took a thirteen year old to go watch Civil War, but didn't tell him that Spider Man was in it, and then when <laughs> Spider Man just <laughs> what what oh my god, <laughs> and he's fighting Captain America as cool as a cucumber, mom. You could put a tarantula down his pants. It's <laughs> exactly. a bo- it's a bodysuit. It's not. Yeah, and he'd still be cool. Yeah. He'd still be cool. <laughs> we have some good yeah. questions this week. The Crossfire Hurricane. <laughs> He's jumping Jack Flash. No, he was born in a crossfire yeah, yeah, yeah. hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> Which I guess is more of a Daredevil yeah. or a Batman origin than so much of a Spider-Man. I have no idea. Anyway, let's I, play the theme song know. and get to these fucking questions. Yeah, let's see what the listeners have for us this week in the top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> Murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. All right. So the first question comes in from longtime listener Adam Cozy, and he was obviously inspired by two episodes ago when we talked about penises a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, He asks, if your dick had to be replaced by a piece of sporting equipment, (laughs) what would you choose? What about your testicles? I mean, the obvious answer is, is like baseball bat, right? Yeah, just because it's like shaped like the, it's dick, a, right? and That's it's big, like the, reasonably, yeah. yeah I but mean. I would say almost like um, uh, one of the like the highlight 
Oh, yeah, because oh. it's got Scoopers, that scoop. And everybody, yeah. I mean, I don't know how into detail we want to get, but you know, <laughs> live your life, man. It's right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, no, I take it back. You shouldn't have never done that. <laughs> I like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Highlight scoop. I don't know what it's called. I know the ball's called a pelota. Uh, let's look at that. That's what I, I call it as well. Uh, give me a give me give me a look at that pelota. <laughs> I can never find the pelota. So. <laughs> okay. That's, That's called a highlight racket. I no, think. it can't be. Uh, I think they just they just call it a racket. Oh, it's not a racket a though. That's crazy. Yeah. Equipment. Oh yeah, look at that thing. Yeah, long. Ooh. Ball is uh, the ball's also called it's Yeah, it's a pelota. That's Zestera. Estera? Estera. 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 Well, it's an X. Oh. How do you pronounce it? Z- Zestera? Zestera? Yeah. yeah. Um or, or Estera? Yeah, cuz it's Oaxaca, right? I can't so, keep yeah. staring yeah. at it. Just put it in my pelota, please. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Stop doing it. that! That's disgusting. <laughs> you know what the game is called? In uh, I guess it's it's from Spain. It's Basque. It's a Basque game. It's called Zesta Punta. Zesta Punta. Okay, oh, it's yeah, too I'm, on the yeah. nose. It's getting too <laughs> on the nose. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna swing a literal hammer here <laughs> and choose croquet mallet. Oh my god! <laughs> so going it's to really swing. thin. <laughs> That's yeah. And then it's got a and big, a, got a big head. hammer on the end. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's not bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you Absolutely. saying you saying I want the croquet hammer and you're just using this as an excuse to tell us what your penis really looks like? <laughs> it's just a big old knob. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's absolutely what you want to do is recreate the feeling of a pap smear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your choice, John? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Alex. Did okay. There's, <laughs> no. There's not a lot of good choices here. No, I don't have any choices. I'm, I, I hate this question. Gonna pick a curling broom? N- no, that's too. It's long. got all the bristles it's at the end. It's the too. same thing as Sweep the. Sweep uh, the leg, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, there'd be a lot of nerve endings in those bristles. <laughs> <I don't imagine>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ, it's not a whale's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Which I believe But she still goes Oh my god. Someone Uh, told us recently we need to have more female guests on the show and they're right. They're absolutely right. We've got to calm down. Well we've got someone coming on soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, we And also SeatGeek is run entirely by (laughs) women. Right, that's what we've decided. Because we've dealt with two people from SeatGeek, and they're both women. So we could just assume the whole company is all girls. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I mean, great question. Progressive ticket company. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Question number two comes in from also longtime listener. Oh, this one's kind of about women. And Ryan (laughs) Ryan Rees. Yeah, this is for this question is for me, but you guys can obviously jump in as well. Uh, Ryan asks, or he says, this question is for John. How do I raise my two daughters to not drink without religion or being weirdos? And first of all, I would like to say thank you for the compliment. You're obviously insinuating that I am not a weirdo, despite false. the fact I don't drink. So I do appreciate you are that. Vampire. Oh, yeah. I'm not weird <laughs> at all. I'm very normal and cool. Uh, Vampires also hate religion. Definitely do not sleep in a coffin at night. No, I or would in never. The day. No, no, absolutely. I definitely do not sleep in yeah, a vampires coffin. Vampires don't sleep at night. I know. Yeah. Oh, you correct. You caught yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He caught himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be a reverse vampire. Yeah, no, but, it, no, but the, the, the day before. is their night. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what happens when you go to bed. <laughs> oh, Good right, night. Okay, yeah. Good night is <laughs> whenever you go to bed. That's true. Jesus. That's true. Yeah, okay. So, so what's your answer here? My answer is that... Because you're uh, a father, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my, my two daughters, how I've raised them so far. Well, so my mom didn't drink. 
And so, and doesn't. So I think that that, uh, Ryan, is probably the answer that you were looking for, which is if you drink, you need to stop. So you too need to be a pussy, and then your kids will be pussies. No, I'm I'm going to be fine. Is that the definition of a pussy, someone who doesn't drink? If you ask my family, you better believe it. Whatever. You grew up in Yellowknife, so that's a different story altogether. (laughs) Who wants to shuck at a beer? I'm six. (laughs) uh, I'm six. I know Uh, the question is for you. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm going to take it the other way. (laughs) <laughs> Which is you should not be setting the good example. Oh, set the that bad example. That won't catch. Yeah, because right. I know that your dad does drink. Because I've yeah. met your dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while he was doing that. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You guys were there for the speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, right. what a yeah. speech it was. Yeah, that was something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a speech. So, so I think the real answer, and I'm not saying that this is a commentary on. Uh, John Cullen the fourth. Uh, no, I'm saying that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you, the key is to be just as big of a drunken mess as possible. Okay, well, my dad's not a drunken mess. I just said, for the I, I know, said, I know that. I, but I said that that was not. I know, I know. My impression of him. He didn't say all the time. He wasn't a mess. The answer is uh, pussy or mess. Pick one. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, you set the bad example so your kids don't right. want to be like. Him. I will. I will say, and maybe I've talked about this on the show before, but it, it is a little bit disconcerting to me how I will meet people for the first time and they'll find out that I don't drink and they'll be like, oh, is there like alcoholism in your family? <laughs> they'll just say that to me and I'll be like, no, but like if there was, like are we just about to have like a real, like yes, uh, yes, my father was driving <laughs> drunk and killed a young family. Well, So I don't drink, like it's just such an odd question. Like just, just ask me, like don't <laughs> speculate on what the, re- just say, why don't you drink? Let me answer it. Like don't speculate on the reasons before I even get there, you know? Speculating is so much fun though. I get, is it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that could just be a really awkward situation though is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. The, I mean, usually it is when you speculate about. You run a sports podcast. The whole thing's about speculating. Uh, sort what's of. going to happen yeah, next true. season? True. So anyway, Ryan, I would just Absolutely. say I was just never into it. I don't know, like just whatever people did, uh, like whenever people got into drinking, like in their mind, where they were like, "Oh, this is something I want to try." I just was never like. You were just naturally having too much fun. Exactly. On your own. I'm high on life, baby. And it's worked out so far. So good. Um, so yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, just you know, set a good example uh, or a bad example, I guess. And, no in uh, between, though. I think the key is they're more like one of the other. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. want if, or mess. Between, yeah. if you find yourself not drinking for a month, do heroin right in front of her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is this is not good. I yeah. tell you right Make now. Make her this tie is the not... belt around your arm. Yeah, a couple couple <laughs> beers with dinner isn't going to cut it. Yeah, exactly. A couple shots with dinner, no big deal. Do just they call a them shots? Just a Jaeger, <laughs> just a Jaeger bomb with breakfast. I did a shot of heroin. Um, okay. <laughs> Number one question comes in from Steve Ott. And I, we think this might be Dylan Sears, but we're not positive. So if you are Steve Ott, tell us. Please, let us know. And this is a great question. And Alex, I'll let you field this first. Uh, <laughs> you have just invented a sport called Hitler Ball. What are the rules? <laughs> And we, it can be a collaborative effort, but Alex, I feel like you should get us kicked off here. Um, I read this online today uh, and I, uh, while I was playing Civilization II as the Germans during a world domination campaign. So, that so very fitting you question. Were, you were very deep fitting. in the Hitler ball. Um, I would say rules include, one, there's no money involved um, because nobody who plays Hitler ball makes any money. Okay. Because...
Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't write World War Whatever. Two? Two. That's the, the one. one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Sequels are always the best. <laughs> That's what everyone says. I mean, it's like a, is it a, it's a Calvin ball kind of thing, right? Sure, yeah. Here, where you make yeah, you make rule. up the rules as, as you go. go. Oh, yeah, That's exactly, fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And I get to gas whoever I want. It's true. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, it turned into a very literal this history is, this lesson. This is probably the most problematic question we've ever had. I mean, I guess, yeah. But you ask Hitler, what's Hitler ball? There's no way you don't immediately. Well, isn't Hitler ball, he just has one ball, right? So, so I'm going to say, uh, mine is a totally different game. You, uh, normally we do a collaborative thing. Yours is very racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you say racist, you mean on point. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that. I'm it, saying it's wrong. Are you saying it's not wrong? Uh, You're saying that wasn't wrong? What you said was wrong, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I agree with you. I, what I'm saying is anyway, the rules are right. Here's, here's how I would play it. Mine is exactly like dodgeball, except all of the balls are dipped in ink. And the idea is to hit the person in the face. Oh, and if they the... get a Hitler mustache, then they're out. Oh, I like that. So what are you throwing? Golf game. balls? No, dodgeball. You put a dodgeball, you dip it in ink. Yeah, but that's your whole face. You go but out of the tiny little box. It's possible yeah, that it it's could. Possible. You, so you, it's, yeah, you, can't, you can't dip it fully in ink. Maybe you got to dab it in ink and you try and hit them with the... Directly on the yeah, and then you got to get it under here. It's a very long game. Okay. It takes a long time, but that's my so yeah. And then if you get a Hitler mustache, you're out. Are they? Is it a co-ed game? Absolutely. No, no. Already you fucked up. No, I, it's my game. I can do whatever the hell Superior I want. Superior sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. The game's Hitler ball. I've done nothing wrong. I I never said that you did anything wrong. You you have not. You've said all just things that did happen in World War Two. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, you're right. You didn't technically do anything wrong. It just sounded bad. But we can agree that Hitler did a lot of things that were wrong, right? Yeah, no. I think we can. We're, well, we're the only, very po- we're, we're the only yeah. podcast. I don't know if you know this, Alex, but we're the only podcast that's actually anti-Hitler. There are no other podcasts that come out against him, and we actively do that. So we're kind of, we're tra- <coughs> kind of trendsetters. It's cool. It's true. I, too, hate Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with Leon Dreisaitl. Seems like a good guy. Then you have a problem with Jess. Um, I don't know. That, okay, I'm my version of Hitler Ball is kind of like laser tag, except it's played entirely in the North African desert, and you're shooting at each other with like uh, mystical religious artifacts that have been imbued with magical <laughs> powers. So yeah, essentially you you it's the game is to dig in the desert to find the artifacts and then activate their powers and then shoot at your opponents with them as long as you can. And whoever obliterates Where's the, what's the ball? Uh there's no ball. Oh, okay. The ball is in your mind. All right. Yeah. yeah. That would be a great Wii U game. <laughs> yeah. We right? spend some time digging it up. Yeah, yeah. Then you get an artifact, and depending on the artifact, you shoot your mom. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah, it's like a laser <laughs> amulet or something. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I would right. play that for sure. Okay. Stefan? Oh, I'm, I was, it's, just, it's his testicles. It's just his... Just, to, a, just to, his one ball. Yeah, you have to... It's like ping pong. Just see how long you can hold his one ball. Yeah. Just in your hand. <laughs> it's like Fear Factor, yeah. See how yeah. long you can yeah. hold it. Just, it's, yeah, yeah, I got that. It's like formaldehyde. Yeah. Um, it's in formaldehyde. Yeah. Right. I mean, if we just edited out this entire question and answer, I think it would be fine yeah. overall for the podcast. 
It'd be kind of funny to to have the question and then just bleep out the yeah, entire just bleep thing. Bleep out and the entire. Like, yeah. yeah, that's probably yeah. that's probably the best route to go. Um, all right. Well, thank you for all of your questions. <laughs> We're now ending <laughs> this segment and episode and show. End this show. is the end of our show. <laughs> it will never be on again. Thank you very much for participating, uh, Craig Shun. Craig Tamble, you won. You have 900 points. We'll send you a T-shirt. Actually, we're going to send you all the T-shirts we have because our show is over. <laughs> so I hope you want a whole box of T-shirts because... Oh, and the Little League team we sponsor? Yeah, that's definitely... It is 100% over. That's oh, yeah. Fun. Fuck, I forgot about that. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll also all be in prison. We'll, we'll be enjoying the show from prison. It's the uh, it's the Who Scout show. Uh, so tune in, uh, and we will go from there and do everyone's it's favorite, everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. It's particularly cynical this week, Very. where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Stefan? I don't have anything yet, so you go You got first. nothing? I got nothing right now. I no, have something. Man. Okay, okay, yeah, get in there. I have something. This, is, this started as a DM that we received from uh, good boy Jackson McDonald. Okay. Uh, and Johnny Pierogi. It reminded me of a story that I can touch on that you were involved with also, John. Okay. Uh, this was, uh, yeah, it came to us from Jackson. He said he just listened to episode 88, and he had two notes about what we said about Jim Benning. Number one, he jumped straight from hockey to scouting after taking a year off. To the best of his knowledge, he did not even finish high school. Never mind, uh, get post-secondary education. Uh, Number two, he says that a mutual friend knows a teammate of Benning's from his days with the Portland Winterhawks, and apparently he was the brunt of frequent jokes about his intelligence and was known as the dumb guy on his team as a teenager. Yes! He was the J- dumb guy on a team of teenage hockey players. Yes. Okay. Ja- That's saying J- something. Jackson oh, said, shit. anyway, Jim Benning is really <laughs> stupid. Thank you for the continued entertainment. And John, reading this DM very much reminded me of the one episode that we did of the Surrey Eagles ah, podcast, yes. Inside the Nest. Inside the Eagles you Nest. you and I and Ben Vickich all made fun of Nick Beck for That's being right. extremely stupid. I believe you said he wouldn't even know how to get home to his parents' house. No, I said that was the only thing he, <laughs> he knew. I said that, that he didn't know anything other than how to play hockey and how to get home. <laughs> And we made several <laughs> jokes at the expense of Nick's intelligence. Yeah, I told him that. I, I think I also said that Nick is a good fighter because it doesn't matter where, whether he has his helmet on or off. <laughs> That's fantastic. And uh, when I was brought in for my meeting, when they sat me down and yelled at me for like half an hour, 45 minutes about doing the show, one of the points that was brought up and yelled at my face is, how could we make jokes about a guy being a dumb idiot jock, right. basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because... Back in the day, the coach played on a team that also had a dumb guy on the team, and they used to razz him for being dumb, and he killed himself. So what about that? Yeah, that's the truth. Think about that. Think about that next time you oh. make fun of Nick Beck. Sounds pretty <laughs> dumb, though, doesn't Here's it? a good story about Nick Beck. I taught him, and then a year after I finished teaching him, he was uh, – We I organized a skate with all the kids that's that I used to teach at the, at the hockey academy. So I, I used to, uh, yeah, so I, 
every summer, all the kids I taught in hockey academy and stuff, and now they're all, you know, some of them play universities, some of them are in the minor league systems of, of teams. They all, we all get together and have a skate. Super fun time. So this is one year after I taught Nick, and uh, that we're all sitting in the dressing room shooting the shit after the game, and Nick goes, uh, so, Cullen, uh, what are you up to? You still teaching? It's like, yeah, Nick, uh, that, that's, uh, that's what we call a career in the biz. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ, uh, that's fantastic. So, so yeah, 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 I'm still teaching there, pal. It's, uh, it's not like I'm working at Safeway. Uh, yeah, I'm still, uh, still teaching. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's a career, but I didn't know if you, like, just stopped or something. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> That's my one good thing. I should say Nick Beck, though, is a, lo- a very lovely yeah, man. Yeah, he is delight. Yeah, he's like, a very, I, and he's very funny. I just, yeah, he's, he'll, he'll be the first to admit that. Uh, not the smartest. It's not setting the world on fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, okay. So, yeah, my one good thing this week was confirmation that Jim Banning is, in fact, very stupid. Sure. And a warning that we should never make fun of anyone lest they might kill themselves. True, you never know. Wow. And uh, this weekend, or week, I will uh, recommend uh, an album, and it is my own, and it is called Most Likely to Be a Comedian, and it comes out, this episode is going to come out on Monday, April 30th, and my episode will be coming out this Friday, your May 5th. album will be coming out. My album, that's what I said, right? You said your episode. Well, the same deal. So my episode of Real Good it's a Show, really which long is episode with just you on it's it. It's actually a short episode. It's only forty-four minutes long. So well, in comparison feel, to this, it'll it's, feel long because you'll be the only one talking. Well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's very. I'm very good at comedy. Um, so the album comes out on Comedy Records Friday, May fifth. It's called Most Likely to Be a Comedian. Uh, you'll be able to download it from any of the sites that you use Do for you think streaming you're gonna music. Chart? Are you going to be on the iTunes? I hope charts? so. I mean, that's the goal. That'd be nice to chart. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Banner was number one for a few exactly. Days. I mean, I think if Banner can get number one, then I can get whatever the number is above one. <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll get zero. Uh, you will, you won't chart, but yeah. you'll count that as a success. Hell yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah so uh, that comes out Friday, May fifth. So be sure to download it to help me out and get on the charts. And uh, there are not going to be any physical copies of the album, just all online. So make sure you get it from your streaming service of choice. And uh, yeah. That's uh, that. My one good thing is an app. It's Face App. Oh, oh so yeah, much fun. And I've been playing with it all week, and uh, it's terrifying. I that really guy. like the dumb buck teeth it puts on everyone. Oh, it's yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. a good one yeah. for sure. I do love plugging like celebrities' photos into it. That's oh, yeah. been the the Trump ones have just been oh, horrifying. The amazing. Yeah, I mean he's just well. Um, the, I think the scariest filter is probably the young one. Yeah. Because it like just smooths your face out. Yeah. And it's like the strangest thing. But the teeth are really, really... I did a John Taffer one that's really strange as well. Um, but I've just been playing with that all week, basically. So. Well, it must be nice to have a job that isn't an actual job. No, it's a job. <laughs> well, I have to get up in the morning and like do stuff. Yeah, do stuff. Am I right? Yeah. Make well, that. yeah. There you go. Exactly. Uh, okay, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That wasn't anyway. the jacking off noise. No, it wasn't. No. Anyway. It was the Alex. noise. Yes? Would you like to recommend something for the people to check out? Oh, um, without being overly nerdy, I guess. No, I would I would say I would recommend um I would recommend Penticton. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend Penticton. Yeah, you can no, go do cocaine they just with won Alex Sparling. No, but mostly mostly uh, that Young Stars tournament because it is the most fun. Like I'm I'm kidding about the the cocaine abuse, but it's more of like He's that whole weekend is insane. At all, it's so much fun. And if it doesn't, I pick have up, seen Alex Sparling do cocaine. It's so much hockey. You're never invited to parties. There's no way you have. I'm invited to all of them. I just don't go. 
You're never it's invited. so much hockey. I've invited all of them. It's a lot of top prospects. Name a party. I guarantee you I was invited. I just don't fucking go to it. I don't give a shit at all. Name a party? Just that's name, weird. Yeah, name that's a fucking so party. To name, name a party name right a fucking now. Party. April 15th, where were you? Party yeah, of I was five. Away. That's what I thought. I was away. Party of five. Where were show. you in that? Party of five? Yeah. Oh, man. Lacey no, Chabert. but if it doesn't... <laughs> If it if it doesn't get more, I feel like if it doesn't get more popular in Penticton, it's going to eventually move to Red Deer, and they've threatened that for the last two years. And I do not want to spend my summer vacation well, in fucking Red Deer. I think it's difficult though because it's in September, right? Like if it was in August, that would be like a summer destination because people would still be. Yeah, but that's half the beauty of it is it just hockey takes over, and every single year the whole thing is filled with Flames, Oilers, and Jets fans, and the showing of Canucks fans is so weak. That we're like the only franchise that doesn't treat it as a road trip destination, even though it's the closest to us. It's the most fun you two are going to have watching hockey the next five years. I'll tell you that much right now. Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. We'll go. Stefan and I will go. We can watch watch Nolan Patrick break his hip. No, 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 no. We're still going to find a way to smuggle that first overall draft pick in Winnipeg for sure. Going from seventh to second. Uh, well, Vancouver is going to find a way to not have it. That's definitely going to happen oh, yeah. for sure. So. 100%. He's a Winnipeg boy. He's got to come on. Should we throw down our draft lottery predictions right now? I guess the episode's yeah. coming out on Monday, but we can still be smart. Yeah, on yeah, Saturday, actually. we're going to do be doing... Oh, yeah, I guess we can talk about that. No, well, this episode no, won't be out, be out on Monday. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But we are, again, we did talk about our live show, but yeah, June 16th and 17th. And tickets should be available. They'll be available by the time, by the time this, time this comes, out. comes out. Yeah. And you can find those on our Facebook, on our Twitter, and yeah. probably on They'll our be on event. It'll be Eventbrite, well. and we'll have the link. And uh, we did a live stream of the Draft Lottery on Saturday, which was two days ago. Yeah, so, so hopefully yeah, you so saw that. Hopefully yeah. you saw the misery that Justin and Stefan went or through. Or maybe... The we happy. Relation. Either one. Like honestly, I think if they picked third, I'd be fucking thrilled. Also, I'm go. I want the second overall pick. Yeah, yeah. You want one two this second draft for sure? Because I feel like they could fuck it up if they had. That's exactly won. pick the wrong guy yeah. if they have one. Oh well, yeah. I went. I was on the black, red, yellow Canucks podcast earlier uh, today, and we talked about that as well. Where it's like the Canucks attitude is you want the second. If you're on a pick. podcast and no one hears it, were you really on? A no, podcast? no. They've got they've got a decent listenership. I know. I'm just joking. You were on a Buffalo radio show. That's right. Yeah. I was, and it was dope as hell. Oh, but I, yeah, listen I, to black. What red is, yellow when it comes how up. do you keep getting on the radio when is like i'm the guy with radio training i want to be on the fucking radio <laughs> i don't know man uh i guess just be more popular i don't know it's just a thought here we go i'm a sympathetic figure right now john own. i'm not gonna milk that for as long as possible <laughs> how are you a sympathetic figure people are sad that i got dumped that's are true they? they are they are yeah who no, oh. i've seen it on facebook yeah Who's been on sad? Twitter too? Oh yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. Yeah, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good. What you did is you tanked Nation your last relationship. <laughs> And now you're going to get the first overall pick. Well, we'll she's going to be a sweetheart. Goes. Yeah, that's true. She's yeah. going to be a sweetheart. All right. You're uh, going to fuck Nolan Patrick. <laughs> with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one as we record live in the Real Good Studios in Olympic Village. Our guest this week was Alex Sparling. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time Thank to do you this. so much for having me. You and I apologize. You, do you have anything <laughs> that you want to plug before we uh, wrap up here? Um, every single Monday, I run a show at eight and a half. Uh, it's on Main and Eighth. It starts at nine thirty. It's a bit of a drinking show. Surprise! Um, I'm headlining it tonight. Oh, because it being on the future, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah. In the future, John will be headlining it tonight, and then. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Other than that, um, I've got a show at the Edmonton Fringe Festival. We do uh, have Edmonton listeners, so yeah. Sweet. Got... It's called, uh, so I was at a threesome last week. Come check that out at El Cortez. Sounds good, man. Uh, if you like the show, you can support it, of course. Head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow, where $5 a month gets you some sweet, sweet bonus Donor content. Uh, and if you also want to help us, you can head on to iTunes and rate and review us for the iTunes store. We say this every week and nobody does it. It really, really helps us a lot over at iTunes if you would be so kind as to do that for us. You can find us online, of course, on Twitter, on Facebook. The website is realgoodshow.com. It's got a blog full of all the things we talk about each and every week. And until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Oh, Alex Sparling. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Coors. Tic-tacs. I, we didn't even talk about them, really. I we mean, did. a little bit. We did, a little and bit. I long, stayed some. And long time ago. Yeah. I can still remember when <laughs> we talked we about the Here we go again on my own. How did I get that in my head? Because you're on your own, buddy. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. <laughs> Very single. Click, click. Going out on a limb. Boom. Yep, I am. All by yourself. Yeah, we both are. Don't want to be. Yeah, I said we both. Me and Justin. No, I'm saying I'm not. Nice haircut, by yeah, the okay. way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I too, and I'm in a relationship. It's good. It's nice. She's buy tickets to see any number of things, whether it's uh, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, Weezer in concert, the Muppets on Ice. I think we all agree where the best place to do that would be. StubHub. No. <laughs> we, we have to bleep I'm that. I'm going to have to bleep that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seek. Did they say anything about last week? I actually week, didn't or? say no. that as a joke. I <laughs> oh, you... <laughs> you thought that was who the sponsor was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut all yeah. of this out and put it at the end of the episode. It's 10:20 p.m. and I was like, I just <laughs> I was so proud of myself. Stump up. I all mean, right. sorry. How right. long does Say that contract with them go for? <laughs> Say the real one now, yeah, and then it. I'll put all of this at the end of the episode. Messi! 
his shorts and he'll still be cool.